What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to the High IQ Wrestling Podcast. Um, how is everybody? It's been it's been a minute since I did one of these. Um, yeah, so I, I feel good. I'm I'm glad to be back. Um, it's it's been exciting. I'm getting back into watching weekly wrestling instead of just doing like recaps. Like, uh, I watch Raw and SmackDown every week, but. I'm actually getting into NXT and AEW a little bit more, so I feel like now it would be like the perfect time for me to start, you know, giving my wrestling takes and, you know, building a nice little wrestling community, if you will. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling pretty good about it all, honestly. Uh, but yeah, so I hope you guys are, are doing good. Um, we got a lot to talk, to, uh, talk about. Um, we're gonna be doing SummerSlam predictions. I'll probably do those first, and then we'll do a recap of the week. Um, this will probably be a shorter episode of the pod, um, and then we'll be back with the the hour, hour and a half. This might, this one might be. We'll see. Who knows? Y'all know me. I like to talk. Whatever. Um, but yeah, so we got SummerSlam tonight. Actually, I'm recording this today. I've been super busy. I have to set an actual day to start recording these. Um, so that way I can get these out for you guys. Um, I'm thinking every, we don't have wrestling at all on Thursdays, so I'm thinking Thursdays will be the days that they release, and I'll probably record them on, like, Wednesday. Um, yeah. Uh, but it's been, it's been pretty good, uh, wrestling-wise over the last, I think the last time we spoke wrestling was WrestleMania, so we had Night of Champions, Backlash, um, AEW had a pay-per-view, um, I'm, I'm still getting into AEW, so don't, don't rip on me too hard, um, but AEW, I, I know the major players in it, you know what I mean, I know the Elite, I know, you know, I know MJF, Jericho Appreciation Society, Pac, uh, the House of Black, Blackpool Combat Club, I know those, but it's the, it's the, the smaller guys, like, I'm not too big on, uh, I think his name is Daniel Garcia, yeah, him, uh, I know Luchasaurus because of Christian Cage, and I know he was on Big Brother, um, but I'm still, I'm still getting into AEW, so, boom, I just wanna, I just wanna make that known, if I scuff up somebody's name, um, I'm still getting into it, uh, just because the stuff with MJF and Adam Cole, which we will get into later, um, I think it's just, it's peak, it's chef's kiss, it's so good. Like, I love the stuff they do with the, the Blackpool Combat Club. Um, AEW. I love the stuff that they do with, like, their different stables and different factions and having them do all that stuff. I love it. I love that idea of, you know, a lot of people belonging to different factions and then rivalries getting so big that you have to get the whole faction involved. All that other stuff. I love it. I love it. I love it. The way that they blend, you know, their wrestling with their storytelling. All that good stuff. I love it. I love it. Um, but it's taken me a while to get into, um, just because I was already struggling to find time for the WWE, you know what I mean? So now I'm having to find the time for AEW and the WWE because I want to watch both. I I don't want to just watch one. I don't want to just watch neither. I want to be able to watch both. So it's a struggle, but WWE is what I'm used to. So give me a second to get into AEW. That being said, um, we can go ahead and get the AEW stuff that I know out the way. Um, CM Punk has a match later today, um, with Ricky Starks, 
Ricky Starks, um, who's beaten him before, just beat him like a week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks ago on Collision um, in the finale of that, that tournament. Uh, I think that was the Owen Hart tournament, right? Um, I, I follow like recaps of AEW. I'm sorry. So if I butcher something, please feel free to correct me in the comments. But CM Punk, um, Ricky Starks, they're going to be going at it. And uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is going to be there. Guest referee. I think it's going to be cinema. Am I going to be watching? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is SummerSlam going to be on? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you pause both. You see what I'm saying? That way, that way. You know what I mean? When I get a lull in the SummerSlam car, when like the Battle Royals on, I can watch the CM Punk joint, or I can pause SummerSlam, watch the CM Punk joint, come back, and then you see what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying. You following? Um, but yeah, so AW, uh, people were freaking out over CM Punk spraying the E because the E stands for Elite, and it was just another shot. I love that they're giving another world title to Collision. And that collision is having its own, kind of its own brand type deal. I think they've kind of given up on Rampage. Um, and they kind of just made, because Rampage, to me, every time I see something about Rampage, it always comes off as a second dynamite. And correct me if I'm wrong on that. But Rampage always seems like it's, they throw the big stuff on there because they have too much going on on dynamite. So they throw some stuff on Rampage to try and get people to, hey, come on over, watch Rampage. But they can't get it done. Um, so, Collision. Collision is... Collision has been very good so far, from what I've seen. From what I've seen. Um, they had the tournament going on. Samoa Joe. I love I love Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is probably my favorite AEW wrestler right now. Um, not in terms of in-ring performance, just in terms of everything combined overall and I, I can't wait for them to do something more with him hopefully with the real world championship uh, before CM Punk and MJF do anything with it unless they fully split it and get Punk a whole new belt that looks so cool or whatever I don't know I don't know yet um but yeah um let's see what else do I know about AEW that I can just rattle off real quick before we get into the WWE stuff um, oh, MJF and Adam Cole didn't split, surprisingly, even though they did lose, they didn't split, and they signed a contract for All In. Now, look, Adam Cole did not read the contract, and that's, I know that's going to be very critical, because he didn't read the contract, Right? And I wanna, I wanna believe MJF because everybody wants to love MJF already as it is anyway. Um, so it makes sense to have him be a. Don't, don't twist my words when I say this, but be a Seth Rollins esque guy, a guy who acknowledges that you know he's gonna do whatever the fuck it takes to win, and he's gonna do whatever the fuck it takes to be himself. But at the same time. The fans love him, so give the fans what they want. You know what I mean? Um, MJF is more open about it than Seth Rollins is, but Seth Rollins still has some heelish tendencies. You know what I mean? He he still has some very heelish tendencies. Um, but yeah, so MJF as a face now. Adam Cole, 
as a face. I like Adam Cole as a heel. I think that's the direction this is going. A lot of people are saying that it'll be Adam Cole turning on MJF, cheating to win. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, because here's what I think will happen. And this will be the last thing I say about... Uh, no, it won't, because uh, we got to get into one more thing about AEW. Um, I think that MJF is going to beat Adam Cole clean, and then that's going to lead to the turn. I don't think either of them cheat to win out of respect for each other. Out of respect for the story, it wouldn't make sense for them to do all that build. If they're just going to cheat to to win, then have it be... Uh, um, if they were just going to cheat to win, then they should have just already turned on one another. You know what I mean? Like, they've had opportunities to do it. And I think the perfect time to do it would have been at um, at Collision uh, this past Saturday. So, for example, they lose. Adam Cole thinks MJF's going to turn on him, so he did the little arm opening move, and he's just ready to accept it. And then MJF goes to hug him, and he turns, and he hits him with, like, he punches him or something because he suspects Adam of he's ready for a fight, pretty much. That's what I thought was going to happen. Am I glad it didn't? Yes, because the story that they're telling between these two, I can't wait to see where it goes. So I'm very excited for that. Um, Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is single-handedly, over the last couple of weeks, becoming one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. Um, He just is very in character with his wrestling. Um... Which I think is, like, something that, like, a lot of people try to do, but, like, a lot of people are, like, unsuccessful with when they have characters like that is being in character with the wrestling. You know what I mean? Um, so his character is very in character with the wrestling, and he's still putting on banger matches. Um, but I I seem to be a sucker for those characters, the ones who their character matches their wrestling style. So, like, Ilya Dragunov, right? Chef's kiss. Um... MJF, another one, Chef's Kiss. MJF's whole thing is, I don't need to do all of the extra stuff, even if I wanted to, I, I could, but I don't need to, to beat you. I don't have to go above and beyond and do the flips and the tricks and all this other stuff. Now, do I believe he could? Yes. He seems to have a very, you know, decent build. He's a very good athlete, you know what I mean? So I believe he could, but he just doesn't need to. Um, so, yeah. Uh, now on to WWE. We'll go ahead and do the the SummerSlam predictions. Uh, we'll go ahead and get them out the way, just because I want to do the weekly recap as I do the SummerSlam predictions, and then we'll do NXT at the end. Um, SummerSlam predictions. We got Logan versus Ricochet. I'm pretty sure that's opening the show. Um, just because they said Logan has something else to do. So I think that's going to be opening the show. And... Uh, I truthfully don't see any way where Logan wins this match. Like, uh, just because he's a part-timer, and I don't think he is at he's going to be at Survivor Series. Um, so they're not going to keep him around that much longer. Like, he was in the Money in the Bank match. That was cool, you know what I mean? Then he's been around weekly almost, you know, for the SummerSlam build. But I don't think we'll see him again to the Rumble. So, I think Ricochet is the is the next logical choice to win this. Ricochet, maybe he gets a, a challenge at Gunther again. Maybe. We'll see. Um, there might be some people that call for him to be in the world title picture. 
whatever. I don't think beating Logan Paul is the way to go there, but I think that this should be like a launching pad for him to bigger and better things because seeing him out there with Bronson Reed and if he goes back to Bronson Reed and Shinsuke, I'm going to be pissed <laughs> because they like the Bronson Reed Shinsuke thing has been going on for I don't know, secretly, secretly Bronson Reed and Shinsuke have been beefing since before Money in the Bank. If you really think about it, because think about it, they were beefing for a spot in the Money in the Bank. Then they were beefing on the way to Money in the Bank because Shinsuke and Ricochet were in it, right? And then they were beefing again after. Was Shinsuke in it? I know Ricochet was. I think Shinsuke was in it. Or Bronson Reed was. Hmm... Hold up, let me, let me, hold up, let me, let me fact check that, because, um, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was Shinsuke, though. Men's Money in the Bank match, 2023. Money in the Bank match, 2023. results Shinsuke wasn't it okay yeah so they they were beefing because Bronson felt like he needed to get in the spot and then they were beefing after because Shinsuke Bronson still felt like he was better than Shinsuke I don't know but they need to do something with those two Bronson and Shinsuke other than just have them beef with they've been secretly beefing for two months and I'm over it at this point they added Ciampa um, I think Ciampa is slowly building to a DIY reunion, or at least that's what I thought when Bronson Reed came out and helped the Miz. Uh, doesn't appear to be the case. So, we'll see how he does in the Battle Royal. We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah. So, hmm, who knows? I'm, I'm over it though. I need them to do something else. Logan Paul, Ricochet, Shinsuke, Ciampa, and... Bronson Reed, all of them do something else. Y'all have been, uh, other than Logan and Ricochet, y'all have been feuding for two months. I need y'all to get over it. Um, then I'm assuming because we have four main events, we have four main events. Uh, and whatever. <laughs> like, there's only one main event, the Tribal Combat. But if you ask me, I I think there should be two main events. I don't feel like. I don't know. Uh, Asuka, Charlotte, Bianca should be the second main event. If they're going to pitch it as two main events. I'm fine with your big four pay-per-views having two main events. Because it's a big four pay-per-view. But four main events. Which is more than your biggest pay-per-view of the year had. I just feel like it's ridiculous. Regardless of how big the match is between. um, Who is the fourth one? It's Cody and Brock. Are Shayna and Ronda the other one? That can't be right. No, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I think they're the other one. No, it's Finn and Seth. It's Finn and Seth. That makes sense. Um, But yeah, I just... No. Labeling all of those as a main event, I feel like, takes away from the main event. Especially for the women. Um, If you were to label that match as a main event, nobody would... Like, nobody would blame you, you know what I mean? As long as the bloodline, the tribal combat, was labeled a main event as well. 
but to label those to a main event and then give it two more main events, it's like now you're just giving away main events for the sake of giving away main events. You know what I mean? Is Cody and Brock main event worthy? Yes. Should it be billed as a main event? No. Is Finn and Seth main event worthy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Should it be billed as such? No. No. Not given everything else on the card. Now, for your big fours, labeling two things as a main event, that's fine. I have no issue with that. But I just feel like as far as the story goes, I feel like the Bianca, Charlotte, Asuka story or Finn and Seth should take precedent in that main event, that second main event slot over Cody Brock. Um, Yeah, that's just me. But I feel like people, like, I don't know. I don't know what WWE has this obsession with labeling everything a main event. Um, I guess to make it more must-watch or whatever. I don't know, man. Don't blame me. I, I don't make the rules there. Um, But yeah, so we already covered Logan Ricochet, Shane and Ronda. They're doing an MMA rules match. Uh, pass out, knock out, tap out. Um, hmm. It's interesting. It's interesting. I definitely think Shayna will win. Um, I think she's going to win just because Ronda's leaving. Ronda's leaving and she's gone. And I hope, I hope she doesn't come back. Unless she comes back in the role that she's in now. Where she's looking like, you know, she's a big name, yes, who might be able to pick up a few wins and look dominant because of who she is but i don't want her in the championship slot i want her to be a launching pad for people to get back to the championship and i feel like that's what charlotte flair should be now you know what i mean where they're they're putting on great feuds because they're capable of putting people in big spots uh not for the same reason charlotte's good in the ring well was good in the ring i don't know what she's got going on now and then Rhonda is a big name draw, so she can put butts in seats um, and get eyes on her matches. So I think that both of them should be seen as launch pads, especially with both of them being part timers. Now I know Rhonda's contract is over, so or it's over soon, so we don't have to worry about her too much. But um, I think I think Shayna. There's no way in my mind, unless this feud ends at Survivor Series and like a fight pit match. I think, I no, actually, I'm sorry. I think making this an MMA rules match makes this the end of the feud. If it goes past this, and, sh- like, if Shayna loses, I think it's going to do her more damage than when they were together as a tag team. Um, however, if Shayna wins, I think that it's more than enough to launch her into the main event scene again. Um, especially, I want her to squash Ronda. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it, and I will stand on it. I want Shayna to squash Ronda tonight. I don't. I don't see any world in which she should not win this match handedly. If they really want to put Shayna over, Shayna should squash Ronda. Like Ronda get some moves off. Sure. Should it be you know a, a big old MMA rules? It's not going to be a long match. I I don't think it will be MMA rules. I think they should beat the hell out of each other. And I think Shayna should, like, beat the hell out of Ronda. Like, I really don't think it should be, like, close. At the end, I I want people to say, like, can it be a long match? Yes, but I want it to be, like, a uh, a Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton at the end. You know what I mean? Like, but longer. So, you know how Brock was just 
Like he did a shoot on Randy where he just beat the hell out of him. Or a shoot on Randy where he just beat the hell out of him. Yeah, I want that. I want that for them. That's it. That would be the only match that makes sense. Bring back the uh, the monster because she hasn't... Shayna hasn't faced anybody with this Ronda feud going on. She faced Nikki Cross, who they haven't done anything with because Candice LeRae, the person who they were trying to have her do something with, is gone. Uh, or is off TV right now. And then she faced Emma, who only probably re-signed with WWE to be on a similar schedule with... Uh, I think he went back to Riddick Moss? Madcap Moss? Whatever. Doesn't really... Like, it's just, it, I don't know. So, Shayna hasn't beaten anybody who's, has she beaten them handedly? Yes. Are they, you know, former NXT champions? Sure. But they're not, like, you know, they're nobody relevant today. Now, if she had beaten, like, Piper Niven in, like, a good match, because Piper Niven is still one of the most underrated on the roster, she had beaten a, you know, um, somebody, you know, worth fighting. You know what I mean? Um... Until they put Nikki and Emma back on TV, those matches to me were just kind of like the matches that they used the big men in. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, okay, whatever. You got somebody out of catering, you threw them in the ring, and you tell the big man to pretty much use every move he knows as a big man to get the win. All right. Then we get to... I'm going to cover all the main events last. It's eight matches. Um, So let's see. I'm missing the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Sponsored by Slim Jim. Not between, I'm not sponsored by Slim Jim. Um, <laughs> uh, the Slim Jim Battle Royal. Uh, I don't think LA Knight's winning it. I, I'm sorry. And I feel bad for you know anyone watching this who thinks that is the case. I don't know. Um, yeah. I think Grayson Waller's winning it. I think Grayson Waller's winning it. Um... Just for the simple fact that they, they, you know, they tease The Rock a little bit. It doesn't look, I'm not saying The Rock's going to be there, but I feel like somebody will be there to attack Grayson. I feel like somebody's going to be there to start a feud with Grayson Waller. Some big name is going to be there. Whether it's uh, Kofi, whether it's um, Bray, whether it's, it won't be Big E. They said Randy Orton's in Detroit. Even if Randy can't fight right now, the mic battles that him and Grayson will have, the old legend killer versus the new legend killer. They're two different sides. Of, he claims to be a legend killer. Grayson does. And Randy actually was a legend killer. So I would love to see that dynamic between those two. Um, Grayson Waller attacked by Matt Riddle after. That would be a cool feud. But I, I think I think Grayson Waller is the pull here. I think Grayson Waller is going to win the match. Um, yeah. Then, let's see, we got Gunter versus Drew. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I want to root for Gunter, but after Monday, there are only two people that you can convince me are taking that title off of Gunter. The first one is, the, the more obvious answer, is Ludwig Kaiser. I think he should realistically be the one to take it off of Drew, or off of Gunter. I think the way they're building it up, I think that him versus Gunter is going to main event, not main event, but uh, it's going to be a high profile match, maybe even at WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Where it's like a, um, or at the Rumble even. Um, but I think after he breaks the record, the, the person he's going to lose it to is Ludwig. I think it's going to be Ludwig. 
he's so good. He's so good in the ring. He's so good on the mic. He's so good in like the backstage segments. He's good. He's very good. And I realistically, if they hadn't painted him as like a henchman so far, and if Gunter wasn't so good, I I could see him being in in like the world championship picture soon. Ludwig Kaiser is who I'm talking about. I could see both of them. Like if somebody told me that in two years Ludwig Kaiser was main eventing night one of WrestleMania against Gunter for the World Heavyweight Championship, I would not think that's crazy. I wouldn't bat an eye. I'd be like, okay, that's cool. You know what I mean? Like, just because they're both that good. Um, I haven't seen much from Giovanni Vinci, but I've heard he's pretty good as well. The second one is Chad Gable. Um, I don't know what the point of that match was, but the Chad Gable fan in me is very, very excited to see what they do with him and the Alpha Academy moving forward. Maxine just got her first solo win. Um, Otis, you know, Otis has, in his role, one thing about the Alpha Academy is they all understand their roles. They all understand what they're supposed to do and, you know, who they're supposed to be in the stable that they're in. So I think think it's great. I think Chad Gable, you know, could use that – faction sort of and he could realistically bring up like a Thea Hale and have Thea you know like team up with you know whoever um have Thea team up with Maxine potentially go after the tag titles he could bring other people into the Alpha Academy you know and truly like get the um be the chase you of the main roster you know what I mean just with more people like I think that would be so cool. I think I, I would love to see that and have Chad Gable leave, lead that group um, with a world title, um, whether it's Intercontinental or the actual World Heavyweight Championship. Either way, I, I would love to see him actually get a proper push um, just because he is just that good. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have the look of a world champion. I'm so sick of that, actually. I'm so sick of that. Can I just say that? I am so sick of he's not world championship material. You know what I mean? If it's a, I think anybody with the right story can be a world champion. I think the stigma of the prototype, uh, shout out to John Cena. I think the prototype wrestler being the world champion shtick, I think it's over. Um, I think it's kind of been over, if we're being honest. Um, I think it started being over around the time I think AJ and Daniel Bryan and you know now there are some guys who are just better at the chase you know what I mean but I think there there are some guys who legitimately could make a a a world title like appearance I feel like like Sami Zayn right in the given story I don't think he could have beaten Roman but I think he's world championship material and others would say he doesn't have the look for it and I'm like that doesn't make sense you know what I mean and like people are saying right now I'll get more into this rant later, but yeah, Chad Gable and Ludwig Kaiser should be the ones to knock off Gunter. Um, would love to see either one of them do it. Wouldn't be mad at it. Um, a lot of people are saying Ilya Dragunov. I love that one too. They have the the history down in NXT. People are calling for him to join Imperium, and that literally would have zero continuity. I think that would do his character more harm than good. Um, another person I could see knocking off Gunter. He's not even on the same brand as him right now. If they ever pull the trigger on Butch breaking off from the Brawling Brutes, I could see and give him, like, a realistic, like, shot 
I could see him dethroning Gunther too. That's that's my dark horse candidate. But Ludwig and Gunther uh, and Chad Gable are are the are the guys that I that I would say can you know realistically take it off of him. Um. Then let's see what else. Um. Okay. So yeah, Drew's not winning. Um. There are some people that I know just aren't winning. Drew's not winning. Uh, LA Knight isn't winning. Ronda Rousey isn't winning. Um, they might let LA Knight win just for the fan service, but I don't think so. Something in my gut tells me I don't. I don't think so. They've been recording him as he like loses, and so they're clearly setting up a video package for something in the future. I'm curious to see what it is. Now we get into our main events. I'll go in my most excited. I'll go from least excited to most excited to see. Least excited match uh, I'm least excited to see is Cody v. Brock. And I don't think that should be really a surprise to anyone. Just because we we know how this is going to end. Regardless of, you know, I, I think the swerve move would be... I think the swerve in this match would be Brock winning. I think we all know that Cody at some point in the next year is going to be a world champ. He's going to be. It's not, it's not that, like, like I was okay with him not winning it at WrestleMania um, 39 just because it was, like, you know, there was no real call for it. You know what I mean? Like, in the story, you're telling me that three years' worth of the bloodline is going to break down in two weeks or in two nights? No, I don't believe that. Um, but I think sometime in the next year, the trigger will be pulled, and he'll be world champion. And it won't be for Seth Rollins' title, even though eventually I do think he'll hold that one as well. Um, I think it's going to be for Roman Reigns' undisputed Universal Championship. Um, yeah, so I, I don't see a, a world in which Brock Lesnar wins. I think it's going to be a great match, but I'm not really excited for that match. You know what I mean? Like, there's no... To me, a match is still exciting. Even if I know who's going to win, I'm still I can still be excited for the match. But to me, there's just no shot that Brock wins. It was like the the Sami Zayn match. I wanted. I was rooting for Sami. The wrestling fan in me was rooting for Sami. Rooting for Sami. However, the storyline fan in me, using my brain, knew there was no chance how he was winning that match. I, I I just knew. Um. So that's probably the one I'm least excited for, just because I kind of know where that's headed. Um. Next is going to be the Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor one. Again, I think every single one of these main events has the potential to steal the show. Um, except for the Tribal Combat, because that is the main event, and I don't think you could steal the show as the main event. You know what I mean? Um, but I think that regardless of what happens in that match, Finn will win. I, I think that this the swerve would be Damian Priest attempts a cash-in while they're both down, and Rollins pins Priest, and Priest has a failed cash-in, I could see it. I realistically could see it. Um, people are saying uh, Finn wins, and then uh, Damian Priest you know, attempts a cash-in or whatever and starts their feud. I think this is the perfect way to bring in you know, J.D. McDonough and send Priest on his own, because Priest is really good, but I think he's kind of been looked at as a second fiddle in the judgment day so giving him this the chance to kind of 
be the catalyst for the fall of the Judgment Day. I think it's kind of chef's kiss. Um, so I would love to see Finn with the title. I think I think it's time. I think there's nobody who's in more of a prime position right now on the Monday Night Raw roster to take it off of Seth um, more than Finn. I think Finn is ready. Um, I would love to see Finn in some feuds with some other people with the Judgment Day backing him, you know what I mean? Uh, namely, Chad Gable. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, I, I would love, I, I think Finn, I think tonight would be Finn's night if Damian Priest didn't have the Money in the Bank briefcase. I think some shenanigans are going to go on and Seth's going to leave with the world title. I don't think they build somebody up as a fighting champion have him do all of those. I think Damian calls uh, Finn tonight. I think. I think. Th- again, this is another case of wrestling fan in me says Finn. And Roots Finn. Storytelling me says Finn's gonna lose. But the other side of storytelling me says Finn's gonna win. And this is how they bring JD in to replace uh, Damian. Uh, JD McDonough. Because they've been... Yo, they've been mentioning J.D. McDonough being in the Judgment Day since, like, J.D. McDonough got called up to the main roster. And it would make so much sense. But, like, they haven't done anything with that information. Does that make sense? Um, let's see. What else do we have? We have, uh, next is the Tribal Combat. Um, and I'm, I'm sure what everyone's thinking. Oh, man, you forgot the women's title match. No, I didn't. It's the it's probably the match I'm most excited for. But yeah, the tribal combat is next. Um, just because I I don't see I don't see Roman Roman's hit his thousand days, right? And that was the argument before. And the bloodline is kinda empty, but I think a solo turn is coming. I think solo is I, I think a solo turn is coming. People are saying Jimmy return and I'm like, no, that doesn't make sense, you know. Given the current storyline, Jimmy coming back this early to turn on Jay? Nah, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't track. But Solo turning on Roman. Even if Roman still wins, I think Solo turns on Roman tonight. I think Solo turns on Roman. And I think that they start, you know, the final collapse. And then Cody comes in and picks up the pieces and gets the world title off of Roman. Um, Especially... Oh my god, especially because um, Jay's already pinned Roman. So the uh, the aura of event- invincibility bubble, I think, around Roman collapsing is what's going to make Solo turn. And I think, you know, Solo realizing that, you know, he's being manipulative. I think something's going to go on and Roman's going to talk to Solo the way he did at Money in the Bank. And Solo's going to turn on him. And Jay might get the title. He might truthfully. He's so he's so over right now. And like, regardless of what the wrestling community thinks, I think especially because he's not Roman is not scheduled for like the next couple of pay-per-views. He's not being advertised for Survivor Series, a big four. He's not being advertised for payback. Uh or is it is it called payback? Yeah, I think it's payback. He's not being advertised for that show either. I think they take it off of him. I think they take it off of him, and then he comes back, and he gets it back at the Rumble. Like, they kind of have, you know, they kind of have Jay win it, and then Roman kind of takes a break, and then he comes back at the Rumble and wins it back. Tell me I'm crazy. I think, I think, 
Jay being a transitional champion to someone else, um, you know, let me think of somebody on the SmackDown roster who could take it off of Jay. Um, no, I think I think Jay would make the perfect transitional champion. You know what I mean? Because then you have to, then it would play onto the. I feel like Jay's character is good enough, and his in-ring work and his skill is good enough to tell the story of you know, what's happening now that Roman's gone. Now that Roman, this key piece, is out, especially with him not being advertised, it's like, Roman, this key piece is out. What do I do? You know what I mean? Like, I now have to lead. You know what I mean? And whether that leads to, uh, I think Paul Heyman might leave, you know what I mean? All that other stuff. The whole Paul Heyman aspect is so interesting in that story that I, I, I truthfully, like, I'm excited more for the story than the match. Um, I think the match is going to be fire. It's been three years of build-up to a match like this. But I, I think, I think truthfully, again, right here, Roman. Right here, Roman. Right here, in the storytelling, from a storytelling aspect, if Jay doesn't win here, it should start and end with Jay. It should. Roman returned at SummerSlam with his Tribal Chief role. And it should, the Tribal Chief should end at SummerSlam. I think there's no better way to tell that story than if, if Jay is ever going to have a world title held, I think it should be here. And then I think Jimmy should cost him that title at the Rumble and set up for a match at WrestleMania. Does that make sense? Like, I think Roman should come back. At, at the Royal Rumble and take it back from him. I think Jay could hold it for that long. It's August, right? So he would have to hold it till January. So September, October. He, he fights solo, right? Then he feuds with, let's see, he fights solo. Then he feuds with whoever. Let's say he feuds with LA Knight, right? Cool. Nope, Jimmy's a face. So they probably wouldn't put him with LA Knight. Let's say he feuds with Sheamus, right? Which I could see that happening too, you know? There's so many different things they could do with Jay that would keep it interesting. People would hate it because they're like, oh my goodness, that was Cody's role. You know, if if Roman still hadn't been penned up to this point, I would say yes, 100 million percent Jay loses this. If, if this match was happening and Jimmy and Jay had penned solo instead... I, I would see, say there's a, a negative chance that Jay wins this. But because Jay has already pinned Roman, that's why I'm saying there's a there's a, there's a chance there. Um, and I would love to see it. I would love to see it a million percent. Um, and then finally, the, the women's match. The women's match, I just, I don't know. Like, it's just... They're all such good in-ring competitors when the biggest lights are on that I, I truthfully can't wait to see it. They gave Bianca that edge, that little bit that she needs. I think Bianca has the least is the least likely to win the match just because of the simple fact that they're slowly turning her heel. Even though she says she's not going to, they are slowly doing it. They're slowly turning her heel. Um, and I think the EST should be a heel. I don't I don't think she needs to be. You know, it's not it's not one of those situations where Bianca's a great face. And I think Bianca being the face of the company is cool. 
But I think that, you know, something about the aura of being the best, you know what I mean? And I think the aura of being hungry for the title, I think that is a heel mentality, if that makes sense. And so that's why I think she should be a heel. Even if they don't turn her heel and they just give her that edge that she has now, chef's kiss. Like, the, the, her character didn't have that edge. Her character just had the, I'm the best. You know what I mean? I'm the best. I'm the strongest. I'm the fastest. So I'm just going to beat you because I'm better than you. Shout out to MJF. Um, yeah, so here's to hoping. Here's to hoping they either turn her face or keep her edge. I hope they don't go back to the... Um, I'm gonna wait in line and I'm gonna be the goody two shoes Bianca because no, I like this Bianca. I like the other Bianca too, but the other Bianca was showing more in ring prowess. This Bianca is showing more mic skill prowess and she has the in ring stuff. This Bianca feels more natural to Bianca, if that makes sense. Um, Charlotte and Asuka, it's 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 tough because. The WWE guy in me knows Charlotte's the right pick here. But, like, I really want to go with Asuka, man. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's so it's so tough. It's so tough to pick in a situation like that. Because everything in me is just, like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Charlotte. Like, I just know. Anytime they get a chance to put the title on Charlotte, it's gonna be Charlotte. Um, but I think the long-term move here is Charlotte versus Bianca at next, uh, at the next WrestleMania, and then Oscar versus EO. The good news is, all the major players are gonna be there. Um, Shotzi versus Bailey, something I'm very excited for coming up. She made her return last night. She looks badass. That's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, speaking of last night. The heel pro, uh, whoa, the heel profits. The street profits came back and they turned heel, but they still got cheered. So either the crowd really hated the match they were watching, <laughs> or the street profits are still just as over as they've always been. Either way, they're heels now, um, and they teamed up with Bobby Lashley. So we'll see. I'm excited for that. Um, L.A. Knight won, but he didn't stand tall. Even though I don't think that's as important now. Because Jimmy and Jay stood tall before they beat uh, Roman and Solo. I don't think standing tall the day before a pay-per-view is a sign of anything as much anymore under Triple H. Um, now, Vince, that was code for, yeah, you you lost. Like, the momentum thing is, right when you get the momentum, ixnay, yeah, you're, you're done. Um, uh, yeah. So, the Heel Profits are back. I um, meant the Street Profits. The Street Profits are Heel. Um, what else happened? Shotzi returned. They announced that uh, Rey Mysterio has like severe whiplash and he's day-to-day. They did some pretty good video packages for the women in the world title match. I thought that was cool. Um, Shotzi's new character feels more like I would imagine Shotzi's character to be. And I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. I think it's great. Um, let's see. What else? EO uh, and Bailey Dissension is still there. Still there. Still there. And Bailey costs EO another match. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for the WWE product and AEW product going forward. However, the one that I'm most excited for which is what the rest of this time is going to be, is the NXT. 
Great American Bash was my second favorite pay-per-view of the year so far. Great American Bash was so good. It was so good. Every single match delivered. Every single one. Every single one. Even the um even the match between uh who was it that I thought that match was gonna be kinda ass and then it ended up being very, very good. Was it it wasn't the Gallus match. I think it was the Weapons Wild match. I didn't expect Core or not Core, Roxanne and Blair to deliver the way they did. I feel like they they stole the show before the main event. They kind of were like, oh my goodness. Like, they put on a really good match. Um, Mustafa, Dom, and Wes put on a really good match. Mustafa and Wes put on the banger that I expected them to. Adding Dom to it did not make it as bad as I thought it was going to be. Predictable? Yes. Bad? No. Whoever, I think that, I think that Trick Williams is going to take it off of Dom. I think Trick is the, is the right pick there. Um, he could either go after Dom or he could go after Mello. Because this past week, um, I think uh, they announced that Trick is kind of parting ways from Mello. Not on like a, you know, heel turn type deal, but just a, hey, I have to go do some stuff for me. So if you could just respect that. And Mello did. But it was very obvious in the main event match that Mello was kind of shocked that Trick didn't even come out to, you know, show support for him in the match. And it, Trick was very key in pretty much motivating Mello to stick it out in that match with Dragunov. So we'll see how that story develops. But um, Stax and Tony D, they, you know, they put on an amazing match with Gallus and they won the championships. Uh, which I thought was cool. Thea Hale put on an amazing match with Tiffany Stratton. She didn't win, and now they're te- teasing a Chase U breakup. I would love to see her go off on her own. I want to see what her character has in store outside of the Chase U joint. I think it's going to be great. Um, Ilya Dragunov and Hayes put on probably one of my favorite matches of the year that I've seen live. Um, there are some recorded matches like Kenny Kenny versus uh Kenny versus Osprey two at Forbidden Door. Yeah. I mean there there's no but um out of some of the matches I've seen live, uh Dragonoff and the only match that I've seen that was better than that this year, live, not recorded live, was the triple threat at WrestleMania between uh Gunter, Sheamus and Drew. That match was so good, uh, but Carmelo and Ilya delivered absolutely delivered. Um, so we're getting we're getting Trick versus Ilya soon. Uh, Von Wagner is going against Braun Breaker next week. Cora Jade says she's leaving the uh, NXT ro- locker room roster. I don't know. Could be a call up. Um, the Creed brothers have not left but they're still teasing dissension in the between the dyad and the rest of skits uh ava rain and uh joe gacy so i'm excited i'm excited um i'm getting big into nxt and i'm trying to get there with aw i'm loving what i'm seeing i love that you know aw puts on good matches so if i want to go and i just want to watch matches with you know less story not 
no story but less story, I'll go watch AEW. If I want good story but not as much match quality-wise, I'll go watch WWE. And if I want a decent combination of both, I'll be able to go watch NXT. I love that, you know, there's some, like, there's something for everyone for each brand. And if you don't watch a certain brand or you do watch only a certain brand, that's fine and I'm not judging you for it and I ask that you don't judge me for it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's this week in review. The next one I'll actually have some stuff planned out. I'll actually have, you know, what I want to talk about. So the next one should be a recap of SummerSlam. Um, and then it should be covering Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. Yeah. So we shall see. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the High IQ Wrestling Podcast. If you guys like it, um, please be sure to uh, drop a follow. That would mean a bunch if you're listening on Spotify. Um, yeah, drop a follow. Um, and then go find me on Twitter. I'm always talking wrestling there, um, along with a bunch of other shit. And sub up to the YouTube, man. Uh, I game a lot over there. So thank you guys so much for listening in. I love you guys, and you guys have a good day.